This is Cultural Theories and Misunderstandings of a Madman. I am Samuel Kilhall and Hallball. Welcome to the cast. Hello. Let's go ahead and start off with a controversial topic. I don't know how many people I'm going to offend by this, but eh, let's dance around the subject before I fully say my my thinking about it. To really crack down in this so-called future of, of my own creation of world. Stuff. 
and and if it's for a renting service the people who are quote renting the device even though they're not the ones technically maybe paying the tax you get federally fined every time you're you are renting a device quote illegally meaning if a person is renting the device say like people on movie sets and stuff like that you are fined a certain amount of money that is unless you is fully proven that you only used it for fantasy stuff and as has a disclaimer on the product that you made that this is fantasy that then you will then you can actually skirt it but you have to but it has to be up front that it's a fantasy and not an actual thing or else you will get fined a hefty fine now this will help to skirt individuals but it will not discourage the main perpetrators I'm trying to go after. Now, to help prevent some of the bullshit that's going on, the there should be a quote. Hmm. Let's use the mafia guys. I haven't used them in a while. Yeah, let's use the mafia guys. Because I haven't used them in a while. Let's use the Mafia guys. Some of the Mafia... Oh, shit. There's a funeral or something ahead of us. transfer or some kind of shipment oh it's a Christmas tree ah they're getting the Christmas tree set up for the square oh okay I was like what the fuck's going on I'm like oh Dumbfounded of what the fuck was going on. They were 
a very long tree on a little bit longer semi truck is getting escorted by like 20 different police officers like not police officers in general but like different police cars just to block traffic around it with a lot of blinking lights some sirens just so the tree can get to the place safely without causing extra tra bad traffic or accidents so I was like what damn Oh, 
maybe the most controversial point out of the entire thing is that these two gods, the only magic that everybody usually sees on a daily basis is them silencing people with horribly music, horribly bad music tastes. <laughs> so so much so that it's just called, called the phenomenon and a superstition. But it's, even though they've lost believers over the years, it's still heavily affected to the day of this era era of humanity. Yet it's just known as a superstition or worst thing. But as soon as it happens, it's immediately like, oh shit, it's actually real. <laughs> And so much so that it even happens in videos and and online of people like, oh, spooky and all this other stuff. And all of a sudden they, they do their prank video and stuff and they go into the church and they start playing the, uh, and like the, and like the buildings are technically quote abandoned or whatever sometimes because the original people didn't, couldn't keep up with the payments or whatever. But... But the, the, the place, it's still technically considered holy ground, even though the building itself is no longer there. Just the... It's like... <laughs> this is going to be a very funny take. And I don't know how. <laughs> Some of you people may or may not know this. There's a mechanic in some Minecraft servers... Or mod pack or modded modded Minecraft servers that you could load claim chunks like you claim land ownership and stuff. Well, as soon as you claim a plot or section of the property of land designated as the worship area, and you're worshiping whichever god you're believing in, it's considered holy ground. Now, that's sort of what most religions believe in itself. Well, in the sense that the uh, the two main gods of this world have that in not a quotes or italicized or anything. It is legit holy land from that point on. No matter of erosion, no matter, no matter of erosion, No matter of it, let's see, what is it, was it? No matter of erosion, decay, sinkholes, rebuilding, chopping down forests, misshaping, concreting, or whatever. As soon as that section of land is designated as worship or holy ground by those two gods, that's holy ground forever. And I mean for eternity. <laughs> which will make it even funnier. Which makes it even funnier. Because. People who do not believe in that. People who do not believe in that. Uh, and those two gods. Theory. This is this is this is purely be, mainly because of the the chaos god. 
this implement was implemented by the chaos god because he's foreseen the bullshit that could happen <laughs> and this was pure accident by the by the law by the law god because he didn't he didn't foreseen this but he sure did like think it was funny so he he went along with the chaos god in this ability so that means if you're driving down the highway and you're listening to your holy music and whatever worshiping it is, if it's not a specific version of that kind of, if it's just that specific music that those two gods hate, you're either your sound system or your voice will go mute for that punishment <laughs> your your horn will still work your horn will still work your gears and all this other stuff will still work just your radio or your voice to, if you're if you're singing it it'll be your voice if it's your rate if it's the radio the radio system like sound system will go dead for that period of time and just come back out of nowhere if you're in a vehicle. <laughs> if your own house or a, a, just a building, like a hotel or something, is built on top of some holy land and the place was not, did not know it was holy land in that area at all, just that section of, the, just that section of the building itself will be designated as, quote, holy. So... <laughs> It's going to be funnier if it's your, you're in an apartment building, you have neighbors above you and below you, and the person in the middle is a holy believer. So that means the y-axis of the entire building is claimed holy land. <laughs> so everybody above you and everybody below you is fucked. <laughs> About this. this is hilarious. This is actually perfect. Oh, that is perfect if that actually does. <laughs> it'll, it'll, the, the, God, the two gods will probably come to an agreement for certain locations that they will undesignate certain points of, of as, as holy land. If it's only a certain amount of prayers or a certain way of praying or something like that. There'll probably be some kind of clause in there because it, at one point it just gets out of hand and too many people are trying to use this method just to fuck with other people. So they find it, it's like, all right, we're just, now we're just the butt of the joke. We're putting a clause in there saying, hey, you are no longer designating this is Holy Land unless X, Y, and Z happen first and then it's designated Holy Land. That's probably what's going to happen every once in a while. <laughs> that's, pro that's definitely going to happen eventually. Is that people abuse it to the extent in the modern world that they just like, all right, we got to put a clause in there. <laughs> like, we don't want to be the butt of the joke, even though it is funny as hell. 
we're going to put a clause in there, and it's going to be whatever the clause is. I haven't figured out what the clause probably will be. It's like, if, you did, if you're in a hotel and you're praying to us, whatever, it's not designating this holy land. It's just that place is holy for an hour or whatever. And it's not going to be completely wide access. It's just going to be the designated spot for an hour. It's going to be holy land. And is the and but if you live in the apartment for X amount of years, then you'll have that problem of the Y axis of the entire building being holy. Not the whole whole building, but like the section of that building holy. So Way some so some of the ways these uh, like law law gangsters law mobsters uh, take effect. Uh, the reason why they always have their uh, main operations always be worshipped to those gods every morning and every evening. Like like opening up, they have a little service and after after all the customers leave, they have a little thing at afternoon. It doesn't have to be a full, bloody, two-hour or an hour service. It can, it can be a minimum of a single minute or a phrase. You just have to say it in solidarity in the sense it doesn't, you don't, as long as you're saying it in a somber tone and a somber mind is considered a prayer. And you can debate all you want. The guys are not going to fucking smite you. As long as it's not the music, you're fine. Now get in one of the ways that the um, the gods are going to, or one way the god uh, the the gangsters are going to do this is because for the medical thing is because sometimes they is because. Sometimes their female partners or their companions or other female gangsters, because there will be some female gangster leaders, black leaders, black, all the ethnicities and stuff, in the sense of like all the ethnicities and all that other stuff. will take place and all this other stuff. Something happens and everybody's a, a certain way and stuff, but they all agree that information should be privated no matter what, especially your phone number, your home address, and your IP address. 
Now, if it's a murder case and all that stuff, they'll understand why it needs to be taken care of. So, sort of like how Apple does some of that stuff, even if a person accidentally volunteers their, their personal information by either not knowing that they're giving away their, their private information to somebody shady or anything like that, these people will collect the information, scour, always buy it, and immediately try to do all this stuff like that. And, and like literally once a year, the families take turns to the most... They... Like a percentage of 1%. It's all depending on how good the sales are and the jobs are going that year. They will always do a percentage of whatever they do and how John Oliver gave away debt on his show at one time. All the gangsters do that in the sense that they literally go buy everybody's debt at extremely cheap prices and then forgive all their debt in the sense that they will have literally no debt whatsoever. And and they will actually even follow up a month later to make sure they know that their debt has been completely forgiven. Including student loans. No matter what it is. And they do this once a year. On a random. On a random month. And stuff like that. And each. If anything. If I don't be, let's do the sexagenistic. For their meeting, they have to meet. They have to meet every six months. Depending on how technology progresses, at this point of time, they have to meet every six months or every month to determine. The technology base, the, te the technology uh, standpoint, the medical standpoint, the financial standpoint, and the overall outlook politically, um, and also the media. So, media, health, money. Political and I forgot what the other one I just said. They meet they meet all those criteria they cover all those criteria every six months and if needed every once every month of the year. But they do it 
let's give them the best thing in a doubt. Every six months, they give out... They forgive X amount of people, people's debts. If it's not six months, it has to be at least once a year. And it can't be just some and the and the and the specificities of it is that people have to be on their Okay, that's just the vacuum. That's the vacuum cleaner thing. I don't want that one. I want that's the vacuum cleaner. Anyway, that's where I'm at right now. Talk to you guys later. This is the rating with four siblings, sister-in-law, and best friend, Franklin. You, why did you give his name away? Don't worry about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've already said your name already. I love that. <laughs> this is, we just got out of the theater, out of five stars. It was a four out of five. Uh, five out of five. I can't give ratings. It's just something weird I can't do. Four out of five. 4.5 out of five. I go to a 4.5. And, yeah. I'm with brother Ivan and sister-in-law Jill. Okay, guys. What? Sorry. I accidentally hit Google. Um, anyway, what do you guys think of the movie so far, and how do they portray it? I thought they did a really good job. I thought they were really respectful and really mindful of what happened with uh, Chadwick, and I thought they were really classy about it. Yeah. What about you, Joe? I agree. I like the way that they went about uh, removing him from the movie. And being very respectful of the fact and not AIing him in in some way of um, him being aware and at peace that What If was going to be his last project in the MCU. So I like that they didn't try to bait people with kind of AIing him in either vocally or actually, you know, physically into the movie. You brought up What what If. Um, I haven't seen What If yet, but what did you guys think of it? Did you guys watch it? We actually haven't seen it. Um, what about you, Joe? We actually haven't seen it. Oh. But, um, okay. I've been reading a lot of articles kind of around it and about it, especially after he had, he had passed. Okay. So, what else do you think is going to happen like for the future of the movie so far? Or what do you think of what you've seen before? 
so I'm really excited to see how they kind of expand on the new characters they brought into this movie. Um, I think introductions to new characters are done really well in this movie, and kind of seeing who they're going to be and how they're going to develop kind of later on into the MCU, into the sequels, and the following movies are going to be really cool. Okay. Ivan? I thought they they did a good job of exiting characters that we, that we already talked about, but also entering new characters. I thought they, the way they did it wasn't forced. It wasn't like, oh, and here's a new person, and now they're this, now they're doing this, and all this other things. They slowly, you know, introduced them and, like, gave them a reason to be there, and not just kind of thrust them into the movie. Yeah, I thought so, so, thought so too. And the way the actress for Shiri actually showed her emotions towards the actual grieving process of the entire movie and not giving it a chance to actually settle in until near the proper moments of the climax of the movies. What did you guys think? I thought the way they portrayed the grieving was really good. Because even though it had already been a year, you know, at, like the movie takes place a year after T'Challa dies, it, it, it still hasn't settled. Like, it still really hasn't... She hasn't really come to terms with it. And the that is so true about when someone so close passes with you. You're like, it's not going to be over, like, the next week. It's going to be, you're going to be fine. You know, even after a year, it can still really settle if you don't fully settle with the emotions. So I thought that was really nice. Yes. What about you, Jill? I also like the way they did the grieving process um, kind of throughout the whole movie because not only was she grieving you know, the fictional characters inside of the movie, but she was also grieving the passing of a friend who had passed probably not long before filming had started, you know, on this movie. And when you're expecting someone to be there for a big project and you're excited to see them and all of a sudden they just aren't there anymore, I think her grieving came across as very real and very, you know, authentic, which also kind of lends a hand to helping the audience grieve like the loss of Chadwick as a character but also as a person um, I think they did that really really well and they kind of let her raw emotions show in a lot of ways outside of just her crying or just her you know yelling at somebody about it there are a lot of like little micro mannerisms that come out through the movie that I think show that really well as well I also like how they didn't just wash it away with, oh, we're good now, and then and the movie proceeded one year later. That actually was a grieving process, even one year later, because of that's how real life works, not just some fantasy in the sense of, oh, that's death, bye-bye. Because so many writers don't know how to write death sometimes. It's just awkward. But that's what grieving process is. It's awkward. I think also in a lot of the other Marvel movies, it kind of... Because death is so... Surrounds the movies so much, like, within them, I think it's really easy for them to just kind of brush away deaths and kind of show the grieving for a little bit and, you know, but it only is showing up again in the big moments versus the, like small moments and the small little things that remind you of somebody so I think that they kind of took that and 
did it really well in this movie where I think in some of the other ones it's not seen quite as well yeah I completely agree another thing is typically in Marvel movies in like pre pre um, Thanos the movie would start they would fight something would happen and then they kill the ba- they, they they kill the bad guy, or he becomes incapacitated in some way, shape, or form, or they just disappear. You know, Captain America, Red Skull just disappears. You know, and all the in and, and Ant Man and Wasp and Ant Man, the first one just dies. You know, like these original like quote unquote original movies, the people just die, and disappear. And in this one, instead of the villain dying, the villain doesn't die. The, whole, the, the villain. We're talking about the movie. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. The villain doesn't die, which, and uh, and a hero dies, and that's the only person that really dies in the film. Well, there's a lot of side characters, but for main characters, only a main quote unquote good person dies, which I thought was re- they did really well because you know typically in a Marvel movie you're not expecting that you're expecting okay good evil fight bad guy dies hurrah. So I thought the way that was done was really well. Yeah. Now, what other um, other other properties have you guys been watching lately or caught up on? Scooby Doo. We watched <laughs> every single Scooby Doo movie. Just the animation from back from the eighties. All, all the animation, all the live action. If you go to the Wikipedia page, all the one that says film, we've watched except for Puppet and Lego. Those are the only ones we haven't watched. Okay. We even watched Velma and Daphne, which we weren't was planning it? on watching, it but it, yeah, we, I've been on a hyperfixation on Scooby-Doo for a while. Um, Scooby-Doo just provides routine for my brain that after doing what I do all day, I need routine. And so Scooby-Doo was kind of a comfort show and like easy to watch versus, you know, things like the Marvel shows and all that stuff that's been coming out. Um, with all the twists and turns and the, you know, on the edge of your seatness of it, I've lately needed more, you know, routine in the way that movies are done. And Scooby Doo has a formula, and they kind of just stick to it. So being able to just kind of know what's going on in the movie, what's going to happen, where you're at in the movie, has been really helpful for me lately. Speaking of that, the new animated movie, great. Fantastic. Right. Oh, great. If you haven't seen a Scooby-Doo movie in a while, definitely watch it. Okay. I'll, I'll what's, what's that named? Trick or Treat. Scooby-Doo Trick or Treat, I think. Okay, I'll watch that one. But what did you guys think of 13's Ghost? The first yeah, one and the remake. We have... That's the one we haven't seen. Be- <laughs> wow, Sam pulled it out. We the have... One the, we origi- the original, we did watch the f- a few episodes, but we have not seen the movie of it because we wanted to finish this, the old series first. Yeah. Okay. The only reason I bring that up is, you, Joe, you said the routine, you know how exactly how it's going to go. I haven't seen it because every time I wanted to watch the 13th Ghost with Scooby-Doo, it was always either out of print or sold out, or you just couldn't stream it. Unless you, unless you, um, uh, you can sell the seven seeds and find it. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you can surf the internet and find it through 
torrents and black mark uh, back ways. That's all we're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean. Anyway. We are fully legal in this house. <laughs> anyway. Um I think they now fully have it on HBO, right? Everything? No, they don't everything. have everything. They don't? They got We've they got the good They got good movies on there. Yeah. They also got a few questionable movies, but they've got a lot on there and they keep adding it though. Every time we, yeah. we go back, they do add more. Yeah. I don't think they'll add everything because some of the old ones are just there's no point. But they do have a lot of the shows, like the TV shows. Yeah. I think they almost have every one of them now. Except, Except for, for if it has Scrappy in it, it's probably not on there. Yeah. Yeah. I say, they have he he less. was the most annoying character in Scooby Doo. Which is I, weird because he wasn't, according to the writers, he wasn't meant to be an annoying character. He wasn't meant to be a villain. He wasn't meant to be whatever. But because of what happened in the live action movie, he they made was him into a villain. Yeah, but. Uh, the whole reason why he was... I've only watched, like, three films with Scrappy in it. And in those, uh, Daphne, Velma, and Fred were never in it. It was always Scrappy. It's the old ones. It's the, it's the really yeah, old ones. Yeah, it was always Scrappy, Shaggy, 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 Shaggy Scooby, and Scrappy. And, Scrappy. Yeah. and, and one of them Gookies in there. Which is a whole other thing we can I don't talk about even, later. I, we can talk about that later because I don't even know that And character. then other times there's a love interest for Shaggy sometimes in there too. Yeah. But that but is if always... if you go back and watch the older shows, like the actual, like the Scooby and Scrappy show, and there was another one that had Scrappy in it as well, he isn't meant to be written as an annoying little thing or a villain or whatever. Just take Velma and Fred, shove them together, and put them in a small dog. That's Scrappy. Yeah. So once they had Fred and Velma, there was no need for Scrappy anymore. Yeah. And he was a redundant character. And that's why they cut them from the film. But some people found him annoying because he had catchphrases and other things. But all of them have catchphrases. All of them are campy yeah. and funny and have their own quirks. Yeah. So I just think, I honestly personally think Scrappy just gets hate because of the Scooby-Doo movie in 2001 or something. I think it's 2000 that James Gunn did. Which... To be fair, thought it was a great movie. Loved the movie. I just think because of that movie, everyone just that hasn't really seen Scrappy just goes, oh yeah, Scrappy, he sucks. And I don't think that comes from like, actually they've seen the movies and they're like, oh yeah, it, he actually does suck. Can you tell we so, discussed this? A lot. Yes, I can see. <laughs> um, any other films and stuff? Because you just got me about to, about to start another deep dive into another property I've... I've dropped off of, which is Doctor Who. <laughs> Started watching Doctor Who, watched a five-hour YouTube video about it, about the 13th Doctor and how the writing was terrible. No, nothing against the Doctor itself. The, doc, the actor did a really good job. It's just the writing was bad. I don't want to... It's a five-hour video. I don't want to go through we did all Lucifer. the points. We did start Lucifer. Haven't finished it yet. Great so far. Uh, but Ivan is starting Doctor Who. He's going to watch it by himself, I think he wants to. Yeah. Which is totally fine. But Lucifer is the show Doctor that we're watching Who together right now. Doctor Who is also... It's a sci-fi movie. It's a sci-fi show. But it's also very campy and silly. Sometimes. So... It can go extremely dark. But it can also be very campy and silly. So it's not really... It's not really her vibe. Yeah. yeah that's true. To be fair, Lucifer's pretty... I don't know. What, what would you... Genre would you consider least? What do you have? It's a crime drama. It's a crime drama with fantasy. That's what fantasy. I, would say. I was gonna say it's fantasy or sci-fi. Yeah. Basically, take take any like procedural modern 
any modern cop, fit, cop TV show, but add a little bit of fantasy in there, and that is Lucifer. Yeah. And they, they've so far what we've seen, we've only seen part of the first season. Yeah, they've done, they've done really good, and they have like five seasons, so they've bound to be doing something right. Yeah. Oh, I need to watch Bad Omens to finish. Bad Omen, that was a good one. Have y'all seen Prodigal Son? Um, which one's that? Um, it is. I thought it was really dark. I actually couldn't finish it, but my I have a couple family members who absolutely love it, and it, it's another crime show, but it's with a the guy is like a genius, I think from what I gathered in the first two episodes that I watched. Um, but he's a genius consultant with. He's kind of Sherlocky from what I got, but the show itself was a lot darker than I think Sherlock ever was, and a lot more like psycho thriller like very um psychological and i don't do well with psychological thrillers yeah um so i actually couldn't i actually couldn't watch anymore by myself but have you ever seen any episodes of fringe i think i I think it's fringe i can't remember basically it was like a procedural but it was with monster hunting but Uh, is it like supernatural or no not supernatural at all it was just I've only seen bits and pieces of... Because it would be one of the reruns that would happen back when we, it was just cable with no right. streaming. So, whenever it was on, I would watch it. And then the commercial happens and I would walk away and do something else. Oh, well, gotcha. this has come to the end of our car ride. So, thank you for, <laughs> for tuning in. Yep. We'll talk to you guys later. Or at least just me. I guess... traffic for normal trucks for normal people just going out of work he was just blocking traffic I don't know if he's if he spun out if he had a blowout if he just if he hits almost hit somebody or did hit somebody and the thing got cleared up and he just didn't get moved I don't know what fucking happened all I know is that that damn truck was still fucking made so much traffic it was still there an hour later 
and it wasn't even on the major highway. It was on the road, like going to the highway. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? So I made sure I made an extra, I made a, I made a cutoff. Yeah, it's still like that.
need a physical pass, key pass, like card pass, or number code combo that is registered in the system to get in the area. To get in that specific area. If they 
are going, if they are going to a destination that requires overnight, they have to have mandatory buddy person to drive with them. If it is over a so many hours drive, they have to have a mandatory buddy in the truck with them, like truck cab with them, to make sure that they have they split the they split the driving, so the the truck can get their own time, and nobody fucking falls asleep at the wheel. Also, they actually get fucking paid. None of this per mileage bullshit, or none of this per hour bullshit. They flatly get paid their actual fucking wage. They need to get their fucking paid. All and none of this strike bullshit. None of this strike bullshit. Uh uh. Uh uh. I don't care if it's a strike or or, or an accident or anything like that. Yes, I care sometimes, but in general terms. I've known enough truck drivers and enough stories that I was like, uh-uh. It will be federally illegal for any company to have a strike system for any driving company. Period. Unless it is dealing with literal humans to human contact. If it's dealing with human to human contact, like drunk, okay, let me get this straight with you guys. If it's dealing with human to human contact, like human resources, like drunk behavior, sexual, sexual harassment, rape, blah, 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 the whole nine yards kind of deal, yes. There's not going to be a strike system. There's going to be like a zero tolerance policy for that. And also, but also, and and or, but also, no strike system and no immediate firing allowed when it comes to wrecks on the road. Or packaging or things that are in the truck like that are inside the truck they are not allowed to be they are federally not allowed to be blamed or liable or legal or anything like that it's inside their truck especially if it's a truck that has been sealed with the bolt cutter thing and also they are not so allowed to the companies are not allowed just to fucking on the dime lay people off if they are in a any kind of business that deals with moving food or other materials cross country they're not allowed to lay anybody off regardless they are not allowed. The only reason for firing has to be a human resource problem, like, like, like I said earlier, like, like 
physical human to human. Embellishment, stealing, and or excessive behavior. To the degree that you have to be fired. Now, that last one is ambiguous, and I know I hate laws and fucking lawyers, is that they always want to make it. This falls under the ambiguous attitude, blah, blah, blah. So, I might as well not involve that, but the only reason I said that, said it like that earlier, was because I don't know what to put there. So, let's kick it off. Let's, let's kick that law off and say only anything that deals with sexual harassment, human to human stuff, stealing product from customers or from company that deals with, tr with the truck or stuff that is inside of the truck beds. And accidents, like road accidents. If there are an excessive number of road accidents to a consistence or very, uh, if it's like once a year, okay, it's once a year. That's pretty excessive and or very bad, especially if it's always in one area of where that's driving. But if it's and if it and or it is in it's like spread out like one every 20 years or something, you're not allowed to fire the person for one accident after 20 years of service or something similar to anything like that. You're not allowed to do that. You're federally not allowed to do that. And I know a bunch of you morons are that don't like those rules being implemented on your business by the government. Oh my those shit. Okay, here's another one. Here's another thing that's going to happen. You have to file and have an inspection every year of records of all of your accidents, all your accident reports, all your gas, gas, gas billing, and okay, you have to report how much fuel you're paying for versus how much mileage you're paying for and you have to um, and how many trucks you have and what you're shipping you have to have an inspection every I want to say six months, but every year. And if you do not pass any of those four 
any of those four do not match up correctly, you're on probation. Your company's put on probation until you fix the error. And probation means you have you're physically not allowed to ship things out of state. And you got to pay a fine. I don't know the fine yet, but yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Okay. Also in this new world, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. You guys should already know about the gods. Some pussyfoot bitch company. I don't care what company. I don't care what artist. Every time they want to copyright strike. Any. And I mean any thing that's on the internet. Especially if there's no money. They lose their entire. Anybody that's affiliated with that company. Anybody that's the artist or that artist loses their voice for an entire month, regardless of where they're at. situation and stuff. Yeah, there's pretexts for that stuff like that. But and because these shitty ass people do the algorithm stuff. Oh, then this means they're gonna be mute for the rest of their damn lives. Because I could care less. Me personally, being a small person. Amongst these big companies and artists and stuff, I can honestly care less shit about their fucking rules because they don't actually follow their actual rules whatsoever, especially according to the internet and according to what actually is supposed to happen. Like the 10% rule for the fair use and stuff. No company actually follows that rule whatsoever. And, and I mean whatsoever. To the extent of they always screw over their own artist buddies or acquaintances or rivals or whatever because these pompous shitheads do not understand the actual art of music anymore. I don't care who is actually not doing it or anything. The only ones that are actually acceptable for it are the ones not copywriting their shit and not giving it to big companies. 
Universal, Sony, Warner Brothers, ADT, Verizon. Do it like that. Or any other big major label company that owns a crap ton of music albums and stuff like that. All those companies are gonna have to take a giant hit whenever in my world because it becomes a capital fu fu uh, cr uh, crime on the internet anytime any company third party or otherwise makes any kind of algorithm bot or machine that tries to quote catch any copyrighted stuff those things are absolutely illegal to the federal degree to where companies will have to pay billions every time they are either represented by themselves or a third party. And it scales up to the year of them making money. They have to pay a 50% penalty to their annual profit another 10% uh, penalty but they don't pay it within within the year they get fined for it and and this is not just American companies if any other companies outside of the US get find out that they're doing this also they have to go to American court, regardless of the country that they're in, to get fined that portion of money, regardless of country. Any of those mobsters I told you about? Yeah, they're, they're with them. Uh, at least one, if not two of those mobster families are with the music industry and help enforce the law when it comes to that. And the free speech stuff? Yeah, that's gonna be heavily implemented in my world, regardless of company, regardless of country, when it comes to the internet. Now, when it comes to all the normal gray areas, when it comes to free speech, yeah, this gonna be so. 
but I never said there's gonna be consequences for your free speech. You can say all you want. Yeah. But there's gonna be consequences. And the consequences are usually gonna be something similar to um the hand hand chopped off or finger chopped off toe chopped off or just some penalty in jail but no one's allowed the death sentence for it when it comes to mockery or other things All kinds of stuff like that. Yes, I don't know exactly how all this, how it's actually going to go, or, or how the logistics are going to work out and stuff. But still, yeah, I'm pretty pissed. Every time a company mutes, the biggest reason I'm pissed right now is because I hate anything that dealing with. Twitch's and YouTube's policy of you have to literally mute all audio to the extent that where you can't hear a damn thing that's going on when you're trying to listen to something even though you're not watching the video and then you pull up the video to see if what's going on did I change to a different video or something or why did it pause and you're like oh it's still going you're still talking. It's just everything's fucking muted to hell because of the platforms are so scared and the companies are so fucking stupid that their only option is to mute all sound instead of just a selection of sound. That's one of the biggest reason why I'm so fucking pissed right now. Talk to you later.